Good morning. This is Paul Donovan, Chief Economist at UBS Global Wealth Management. It's seven o'clock in the morning London time on Monday the 23rd of January. The Lunar New Year holidays this week have created a subdued aspect to Asian trading. Before the pandemic, the timing of the Lunar New Year was becoming a disruptive force on US and European data, because as Asia has become more and more involved in global supply chains, the movable holiday had an impact on orders, inventories and deliveries, but was something that seasonal adjustment of non-Asian data failed to properly incorporate. The pandemic has, of course, created such a shock to demand for manufactured product as to make this rather irrelevant for the time being. Decisions about inventories and supply chains and the extraordinary surge and then moderation of goods demand has rendered this less interesting for now. The focus of the Lunar New Year is likely to be on China and the extent to which travel within the country will normalise. There are two aspects to this, the most important being that a willingness to travel signals a moderation of fear of the virus, and that is what will determine the speed of economic normalisation. The second is the extent to which infections increase in the weight of the travel. The performance of China's economy after the Lunar New Year holiday will be closely watched by international investors. The interest is in what impact China has on the rest of the world, of course. The challenge is that China's official GDP data does not necessarily correlate with the real-world impact of China's demand patterns. Fourth quarter growth, for instance, does not seem consistent with China's international impact. One consideration in the future is China's demand for commodities. Perversely, the faster the Chinese economy recovers, the less the commodity-intensive growth is likely to be. Weak consumer spending may prompt more commodity-intensive infrastructure spending, but stronger consumer spending may be less commodity-intensive. The consumer spending impact is essentially focused on middle-class spending, and the mix between goods and services will matter globally. Spending on services is of little global concern. Finally, the extent to which Chinese middle-class consumers travel abroad will matter. There is an assumption that China's middle class will leap onto a plane to travel because that's what's happened in Europe, the UK, and to some extent at least the United States. However, there may be restrictions on travel or policies to encourage consumers to spend at home. There are more ECB speakers on the agenda today, with a generally hawkish tone having been struck recently. ECB President Lagarde is speaking, of course. Uh, This cannot be because ECB President Lagarde has anything new to say. It is impossible to believe that ECB President Lagarde has had some blinding inspiration over the course of the last 48 hours or so since we last heard from them. So, the comments can probably be ignored. The ECB has commented a little on the profit-led nature of inflation, but there's not been as much of a focus on the unusual profit story as elsewhere in the developed world. In the UK, the chair of one of the leading supermarket chains suggested that food producers were unnecessarily raising prices in order to expand profit margin, which can be filed under the heading Statement of the Obvious. 
There's no data in the United States of note, but there is a survey from the National Association of Business Economists. Surveys, especially surveys of an association's membership, need to be treated with considerable scepticism. Nonetheless, the survey suggests that 20% of firms expect to reduce workers over the coming year versus 12% expecting to increase workers. There will be a bias to larger firms in this survey's reporting. Smaller firms, lamentably, are less likely to employ economists who will be part of the NABE. That's all for today. Have a good day. UBS Chief Investment Office's investment views are prepared and published by the Global Wealth Management Business of UBS AG or its affiliate, UBS. This material has no regard to the specific investment objectives, financial situation, or particular needs of any specific recipient and is published for informational purposes only. As a firm providing wealth management services to clients globally, UBS AG and its subsidiaries offer both investment advisory services and brokerage services. Investment advisory services and brokerage services are separate and distinct, differ in material ways and are governed by different laws and separate arrangements. In the USA, UBS Financial Services Inc. is a subsidiary of UBS AG and a member of FINRA SIPC. For information, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash working with us. For a full legal disclaimer applicable to the independent investment views produced by UBS, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash CIO disclaimer.